0: It's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the First Scythe Magazine's podcast. And today I have a very special guest and good friend, Taryn Jerez with One Crafty Miss. Hey, Taryn.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me today.
0: Yeah. This is your second time on the podcast, I think?
1: Yes, but like in a very long time. It
0: was. You were one of my very first episodes, so it's been like two years, literally.
1: I didn't even think that long, but yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> time flies, right? Yeah, so I'm excited to have Taryn on here. Taryn, if you don't know her, please go follow her on social media. She is like a gem. She always has these little nuggets of wisdom that hit home for me. Um, And if you're a mom, they'll definitely hit home for you, too, because she has the most adorable two-year-old. Yes, two-year-old, which is insane. But yes, two-year-old. He is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Anyway, her whole family's adorable. She's a business coach um, by day, a mom, and also a mom. A friend, she's just a great human, and I'm, I love her, and I'm glad to have her here. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and it, fun, funny enough, and I'll stop talking about our friendship love story, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, go on. <laughs>
0: but on my Facebook yesterday, um, it was a memory from five years ago, and it was a thing at Dewey's, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's when I met Taryn. That was one of the best days ever. So Which we so
1: crazy that yeah. it was just this like
0: blog networking local we both like, were kind of like not sure why we're here this is gonna be great I'm sure and fun yeah. but like you know didn't know what takes me. no
1: and we just started a conversation I'm like oh I really need to get to know her like she seems amazing and yeah. we talked and then I think like literally that week we connected and
0: and you started writing for the magazines yeah. and it seems like it's been even longer than five years I feel like I've you know how you have those friends where you feel like you've known them forever like way
1: longer <laughs> yeah
0: so it's only been five years but it's been Which a great crazy. five years <laughs> And Taryn also was one of the speakers at our Women on the Move conference back in March, and she crushed it. She, oh my gosh, I like, people still, I'm not joking, people will still make comments to me like, Oh my gosh, the whole conference was great, but Taryn...
1: Get out of here. Oh, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm
0: really not. You were... Oh, it was so amazing. So. Well, she even said before you got here, she said she killed it. She did. Oh, well, she thank you. It. I was... This you is, practiced and practiced? Okay,
1: I did. I practiced and practiced. And it was definitely more of a like heart-centered topic yeah. than I typically speak on. It wasn't as like practical, concrete steps. And I was at the Winston-Salem Open randomly with my husband, Um like a few weeks ago, and we got up. We we're just talking about stuff. We go, And this girl, like, opens the door as I'm walking in. She's like, oh, my gosh, were you at the Woman on the Move conference? I was like, I was. And she said, she's like, I remember you speaking, and I don't know if you remember me. I came over and talked to you. She's like, that was, I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's like, that conference was so incredible. Aww. It was everything I needed to hear that day. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, months later. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was so cool to just randomly have that conversation in the community with somebody.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love how our town is... While Winston is definitely growing and it's big. It still has that small town feel where, like, you literally see people that you know. Oh, everywhere. And I love it. So tell us about One Crafty Miss and about your business coaching and about the gist of what you do in your business.
1: Yeah. Some days it feels like it changes all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm in that season right now where I'm, like, excited about, like, what's coming. And um, But I work primarily with women-owned businesses, makers, and creatives. I help them really just have, like, confidence in what they need to be doing in their business and what they want to be doing, um, and just make it look the way that they really want without having so many things on their plate that have no business being there, but they mm-hmm. feel trapped in or they feel like they're supposed to be doing. Um, and just giving them like clarity and next steps to be able to go after those goals. So I do one on one coaching, which is amazing. I get to really know these women, and it's just a amazing, like the type of women that I get to work with and get to be part of their stories. And um, and then I also host a monthly membership called the Empowered for Profit Collective. And so that is early stage entrepreneurs, people who are just starting out, and kind of terrified of like everything and they've been going at it alone and they just really want that community piece and so yeah. I get to host that and have different like guest experts which you are a guest expert Yay. this month which is so cool that this yeah, lined Thursday. up Yeah, Thursday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: I'm excited now. It's on my calendar.
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, this has been, I don't know, just when we talk about like change like right before we start recording like things that have changed in the last few years and priorities and that group program like that membership definitely came about as I was reprioritizing my life and my business. And it is like the heart of what I do now. Like I love that part of my business. It's been really cool.
0: I love that because the community portion, one-on-one coaching, I think is crucial and is super valuable. But I think in addition, having that community um, is so important.
1: Yeah. Just being able to, I don't know, be vulnerable with people who get it, (laughs) who understand um, what it's like to put your dreams out there and work towards things and that don't want to spend a million hours Googling or YouTubing for answers, but can actually, like, come and talk and get the answers they need and opinions that they're trying to get and just oh, have that yeah. safe space in your business, I think is really important. And it's what I definitely did not have in the beginning. So I'm happy that, like, I can host that now yeah. for women who are at that place.
0: I love that because, you, I mean, your friends that aren't also small business owners, while you can definitely vent to them and tell them what's going on, like, yeah. they – can't fully understand it's impossible because no, <laughs> they're not like living
1: it your your mom or your husband or your boyfriend are like i mean they will listen and support it but it's really speaking to someone who doesn't always get it or they don't yeah. or they work for someone else and they don't so it's just so nice when you have those relationships and friendships and stuff where you can show up completely open. And with yeah. people who are like, yes, I've been there. Oh my gosh, I'm going through that right now. Or it just, it just, you know, it feels different.
0: Oh, absolutely. So you mentioned confidence. I want to come back to that. So what are your thoughts on confidence and the phrase that of like faking it till you make it with confidence?
1: Oh, um, <laughs> I, it's funny cause I hear like my husband, Leo's voice because he always says that he's like, nobody's actually confident. Like everyone that you think is like, not even thinking about it, just going, he's like, they are also like, faking it till they make it. Like they have to just like, put on those airs and then eventually you just become that way. Yeah. And I, I think there's some truth to that. I I feel like as I get older, it's easier to appear more confident and have more confidence just in my confidence act. (laughs) Yeah. Being able to show up and just, you know, this is it. Like, what else do you have? Like, just be you, do the things that you're doing the best you can. And, and that's, I think that, as we get older, it's easier to be more vulnerable with ourselves. Isn't that, by definition, confidence? I think so. Like, just yeah. show up, man. Like, But I think as we get older, it becomes easier. I think so. Like, especially oh, yeah. when I see women... <laughs> she points at me. Like... As we get older... <laughs> but it's true. Like I don't know. I think that the way I show up, not just where and how, and but the way that I show up as me is vastly different than how I showed up walking into a room at 24. Oh, absolutely. Or 18 or even yeah. two years ago, like,
0: because you're, <laughs> I mean, you're always growing, learning and growing. And yeah.
1: And you start to realize, like, oh, wait, a lot of other people are learning and growing, too. Well, and, and a like, lot of other
0: people don't know what they're doing. Like, I no. that, that phrase makes me feel so much better, because I also have no idea what I'm doing. Like, we all we're just making it up as we go. It's true. Everyone's degree. figuring it
1: out. And also you're shifting and evolving and changing so often. And so it's it gives me confidence knowing, like, oh, wait, I don't have to have it all figured out right now.
0: Yeah, but you can still be confident. Yeah. I think that's the the key is that I think some people think you have to have it all together before you're allowed to be confident, um, and I don't think that's true. No. Yeah.
1: I feel like p- people actually appreciate it more when you are showing up kind of, like, imperfect. a little imperfect. Yeah, like, yeah. those are the people I'm going to connect to more, I'm going to relate to more, I'm going to enjoy following online, I'm going to want to work with them and be friends with them, and rather than someone who seems so put together that it's, like,
0: It's intimidating. intimidating. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it, like, it's too much. You, I'm like, that's not on my level. Like, yeah. That's, <laughs> I'm I'm still not perfect. Yeah. None of us are. So I also want to talk about um, the mom life and how you have learned to kind of, I'm sure you're still learning, to kind of oh. to balance the priorities um, with a two-year-old. I don't know how you do it. I really don't. It's, Kudos to you.
1: Well, thank you, <laughs> because it doesn't always feel like that. Um, yeah. It's funny because people are like, oh, he's two years old. And I had a client the other day and she messaged and she was like, weren't you pregnant like six months ago? I said, that's
0: how it feels. Like it really,
1: and everyone tells you so many of those like cliche, like, oh, it goes so fast. They grow up so fast. And you literally find out every single one of these lame cliches are so true. All of it. Like you will love them more than anything in the world. It's the hardest job, but the most rewarding, you know, all of it. It's like, oh, okay, wait, all of it's true. It is. And it definitely helped me in my business prioritize very differently where my time is going. Um, it ha- like saying yes to certain projects.
0: Well, because you had to. Yeah, had, you had. Yeah, there's no
1: choice. Yeah. Like even I, th- I thought in my mind that I had such a good perspective going in, and during my pregnancy, I was like, all right, I'm going to plan this leave, and I'm going to take a you know a break for the first time in my business. That way, I can go on maternity leave, and oh, maybe I'll get some work done here and there, and but and then like. My leave was not long enough at all. Yeah. Like going into that first year, so many ideas of what I thought my schedule would look like or things I was working on shifted so much. And like, honestly, it was in a positive way. Like I wanted to be with our son Isaiah and I wanted to be able to be present, do things. And the way that I thought I was going to run my business wasn't allowing for that. It was causing a lot of stress. Mm. And I don't know how you are in your relationship, but like, I feel like I almost, I set the tone a little bit in our house. And so if I'm stressed and if oh, I'm or yeah.
0: <laughs> Everybody's stressed. Everybody's
1: stressed. And so I don't want, I don't want, the dogs are barking and the babies crying. <laughs> Even the dogs, they yeah. know. They're like, oh, mom's like, stressed. If Taryn's crying or stressed, then it can't be good for the rest of the house. Yeah. So um, yeah, just reprioritizing and really figuring out like, what do I want life to look like? And that sounds cheesy, but it was no. like a very real thing, especially like, being pregnant during the pandemic and running a business through that and, you know, having my little one during that time. And it just, I think it shifted a lot of people's perspective on like the heart of what they were doing in their work, whether they have a business themselves or work for somebody else or just kind of shifting what that lens looked like compared to years before. It was just so different.
0: Yeah. I want to kind of take a step back to what something you said about taking Time off after Isaiah was born. How in the world did you navigate that? And do you have any tips for small business owners who are pregnant, who are like, "Oh my gosh, how am I gonna?" Like, it seems like a lot. How do like, you do it? No, you don't I rem- get the twelve weeks of maternity leave no. that you do in the corporate world.
1: Here's what's hard about in general taking time off in your business. If you were the business owner, no one's handing you PTO days. <laughs> no. Nobody's <laughs> telling you, "Here are your holidays." No one's telling. No, so you, it's really up to you to set those boundaries and to, like, follow them. Yeah. And so I would say if you are pregnant or you're expanding your family or anything like that and you're ready to create a maternity leave, the biggest thing is give yourself the peace of mind of knowing that you have set, you have created, you have set, and, like, explained expectations. Not just for yourself, but with your clients and your customers. Because for me, the worst feeling is I hate when people are, like, waiting on me for something or yeah. need something from me or I hate that feeling I always want to feel like I'm giving people what they need and like within boundaries but yeah I for babies are unpredictable I know friends who've had babies three months early or weeks early or weeks later so just setting expectations and sharing like here's what this is going to look like here's what I hope it looks yeah, like and, but it might not and giving yourself that time to not like oh let me Plan this up to my due date. Babies are unpredictable. You have no idea what might happen. So knowing like, okay, this is your final month. All right, have you sent emails out? Have you announced on social media like, hey, guys, this is what this is going to look like? And make it, you know, gratitude filled. Thank you for your support. Even if you're like, will people be supportive? Who cares? (laughs) (laughs) You set those boundaries. If you have a team, put put the right people in place. Bring people on. If you are a solopreneur, I am a solopreneur. It is just me. Just here in my whole business. And during that time, I had an assistant and I made sure that she had access to my inbox. She knew what was going on. She knew if I had to go into labor early, here's what needs to happen. Uh. I set my out of office with, you know, everything like, but it made, because for me, it's not just about like setting expectations for the other people, like customers and clients. I needed to set those expectations and be organized to have that peace of mind. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been working like while I was induced. Like I would
0: have been yeah. like, like oh, checking no. emails yeah, while like, you're in labor. Ah. <laughs> so
1: which is funny because I ended up speaking at something like two weeks after. Oh and gosh. I had, I was like, oh, it's virtual, it's in the evening, it'll be fine. <laughs> Little did I know the emotions, then like all the hormones, oh like my I never should have done that. So now when I work with clients who are expecting and I'm helping them create like a maternity leave plan, I'm like, here's what we're not gonna do. Like <laughs> Let's talk about so this. So you do that. So, you help
0: your clients put the put maternity plans together. Oh yeah. sometimes. I oh, literally okay.
1: have two clients this year who only hired me for that reason. Like we worked. You we should didn't. market that, that. was it. I I've thought about that recently. I mean, seriously, like, like two different. One was a photographer, and one owns a DIY studio and just had twins. Oh. And that's a oh. that's a huge. Yeah, I was like, oh my lord. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I wish you all the luck. So. <laughs> but it's going to be great. She'll she'll thrive. But yeah. it was like. This is a big undertaking. And with twins, you can definitely go in early. And so she literally reached out just for that. And so I only worked with her for those sessions of curating email templates and figuring out what do we say to people and what boundaries are you putting in place? That way everyone has expectations set and you can go in feeling ready. And hopefully then once you have your baby and everything or babies, like then you have a plan so you don't feel that tug of like oh my gosh i have to answer this or i need to get back no yeah. you don't you already have people in place to help answer those things if it's yeah. an emergency they'll come to you
0: yeah and at the end of the day like not to oversimplify it or make it seem not important but i tell myself this sometimes i'll say you know what brooke it's just a magazine
1: <laughs> like, it, the no, like the world will not end like the world will not end like
0: your family is more important at the end of the day you know it is
1: your family your mental health your physical health all those things and that's I know at the beginning of my business, I didn't prioritize those things as much as I should have. Yeah. And it definitely showed. And I feel like when you take time and prioritize those things and have difficult conversations, whether it's with a mentor or a coach or a friend or a spouse, like, it's really important just to think, what do I want this to look like and feel like? Like, the emotional part, too. Yeah. Like, get into the mushy-gushy stuff, like, because at the end of the day, like, that's what your business is supporting you financially Mm -hmm. or your job, but that's... Really, at the end of the day, that's not the most important part.
0: It's not, and I think it also kind of ties back to if you do take that time for the extra self care, your it your business shows and your business. Oh my gosh, yeah, you know, thrives and in people, that way. Like
1: I have found, it's really funny. I have found people really do appreciate that. Like I've when I've gone on a vacation or I've set a intentional out of office or shared about something I did for myself, I'll have people on Instagram or clients or where they're like, oh, I love that you did that because I keep wanting to and I feel like. I, you know, that the fact that you did that, I'm like, oh, that's so cool because I have absolutely seen other women businesses do those things and it helped me make those decisions. So I think yeah. it's like circle of life. You know, <laughs> it's like that. you're it being a good role model. You. Yeah. Like yeah. practice what you preach. If I'm telling another client, this is so important. You need set to these set boundaries. boundaries. Then you
0: got to do it. Yourself. And then
1: I'm like yeah. working till two in the morning and not eating. And No, absolutely not. So yeah. um, I just think it's important.
0: It's easy. It's easy to do. I've I found myself, especially recently. You, it's easy to get in that cycle where you, you're. It's three p.m. every day and you haven't ate lunch yet, yes. or you haven't exercised in a week, and you're like, okay, okay, let's take a step back. Let's like take yeah. care of me a little bit.
1: And, and there's gonna be imperfect weeks or months or you yeah. know, but it's when you notice it, yeah, you're like, okay, hold up, <laughs> like I yeah. need to step back for a second. Like, what am I doing? That's not allowing me to do these very basic human
0: things. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that I deserve. I deserve lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, Taryn, I could talk to you all day. I always I love too. talking to you. But thank you so much for coming on. And like I mentioned, please follow Taryn on social media. She is a joy to follow at one crafty miss blog.
1: Yes, right? on Instagram.
0: On Instagram. Um, her Instagram stories are awesome. I promise you'll get something out of them. Um, mostly women, probably. But maybe some of you men, too. <laughs> something into. you
1: never know <laughs> yeah thank you so much
0: yeah thank you Taryn and as always you can find Forsyth Mags on social media at Forsyth Mags all of our content on our website and if you enjoyed this episode or any of our episodes, I would love it if you would leave us a rating or a review. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful.